0: What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast.
1: Okay, welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. Still here with Brent Walker. That is a cool name, by the way, for being a Parks and Recreation. Oh, park. yeah? Walker, it sounds like you're ready to throw down, if need be, someone gets <laughs> out park of man? the Parks and Recreation <laughs> ranger. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a good ranger name.
2: Well, that's what every parks director I've ever talked to, as they age up, like, that's all they want to go do. Is they just want to work the booth. At the front of the park, and hand out the map and the hang tag. Yeah. Like that's all we want to do. Like I just want to sit and just say, "Welcome to whatever. Here's your map. Right? <laughs> have a good day." <laughs> that's yeah. all we want to do. If you if you've survived that long, that's yeah. Where you're, that's
1: yeah. That's the reward that at the is end. It's <laughs> a little is, wooden shack. <laughs> that is it. Yeah. Just
2: have our hat and our maps yeah. and wave as people drive into the park. That's yeah. it. No responsibility. Just yeah. hand out the hang tags.
0: Uh, actually, I, I'll take over from here. I want to hear all about Brook Run the Amphitheater.
2: All right, so as much as you can give us. All right, so what we what we've accomplished so far uh, is in the past year we updated our Parks Master Plan. Um, we had a five year update, and with that we created a new concept design for Brook Run Park. And included in that were um, some multi use fields in the back, a uh, amphitheater space, event lawn in the center some additional parking and rental pavilions. There's gonna eventually be, the full build out, will have some new mini soccer courts that'll be artificial turf, so you can have pickup soccer, there'll be some half court basketball, tennis courts, uh, disc golf, sand volleyball, lots of other little smaller amenities, but this, year right now what we're working on is kind of the big build out. Phase one includes the great lawn and the multi-use fields.
0: I love how you went big with the first phase.
2: Yeah and that's yeah. and that's just blow everybody's minds. That, and that's where we want to start so that way we can just kind of coast out with the smaller amenities but the one of the biggest things that came out of our parks master plan is we did a ton of surveying and public meetings and trying to get an idea of you know, really what what do y'all want? We don't want to design and build something that the community's not going to support or doesn't want to have. And so the, some of the top amenities or programs people wanted were community events and special events. People really want, it kind of ties back into what people are looking for now recreation, they don't want to sign up for something that's every week. They want that one thing that mm-hmm. they can come to if they want to, but they don't have to. Food mm-hmm. Truck Thursdays, great event. You, can, you want to go on Thursday, it's going to be there, but if you miss it, you know what, it's going to be there again next week. And they can kind of come and go as they please and people are getting so busy with their kids and with their family life and work that they want the opportunity if they choose to take it so that's where special events and community events really are uh, kind of coming on strong and uh, another opportunity and recreational amenity that communities are looking for and so with that we design the event lawn and amphitheater to have more of those types of programs so uh, this, this round, again, it's the multi-use fields in the back, the amphitheater pavilion, and, um, and supporting parking. But the amphitheater right now as designed, we've, we've done some council meetings. We've done some uh, open house meetings here at City Hall. Uh, we're, we're looking at doing another one at a food truck event coming up soon. Uh, the, just the informational stuff. This is where we're at. Nobody knows about it. So across the street, nobody knows about yeah, it. Yeah. It. north. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's interesting because we we had a, a really big initial turnout when we started the master planning process, but then as we started getting into design, the numbers to our public meetings started to kind of dwindle. Uh, and then there was a little bit of a pause while we hired a consulting firm to do the construction documents and now we've hired a contractor to work with them to get the best cost value for the build out of those. Um, and a lot of what we've heard from the public from our initial concepts of the amphitheater in those fields was that they were very concerned about the natural elements in the park trees the watershed some of the things that are currently there and it, it's kind of interesting because um, you know Brooklyn was a hospital there were multiple buildings on that site large created huge a lot more buildings. so yeah they had no detention they weren't built with our current stormwater requirements, stuff like that. So um, we returned that site to a more natural site. We did a lot to remove a lot of the hardscape and things that are impacting on natural environments to make it a park. And the things that we're putting back in to those footprints of those old buildings is a lot less intrusive and impactful than what was there before. So even if there's a soccer field there at the hospital from a history of the property, it is in a way better condition now, or will be in a better condition once those things are built than it was in 1975. Right. So, we feel like we're we're being good stewards to that property by creating some urban green space, recreational opportunities. Because what it was was not a wildlife refuge or anything like that prior to it was a hospital site. So, with the amphitheater and those thing and the multi use fields, what we've tried to do. Based on some public concern of the of the tree canopy and that urban green space that's out there, because people have gotten very used to the improvements that we made since 2010, and it's in the back area has been pretty much a passive park. Uh, the trail that we built very popular now. People love going out there and running because of all the tree cover you get, the shade, all those things. And we don't want to minimize that. We don't want to destroy that and we don't to destroy that opportunity uh, in the feel of the park. So what we've tried to do is we've redesigned some of the amphitheater uh, and the fields to try to fit into the existing tree canopy better. Uh, we've shifted buildings, recentered some things, moved them, squished them down a little bit, removed some of the terrace seating so it fits better into some of those old building
0: footprints. I think people are kind of overwhelmed with the pictures. It looks like you've cleared everything, but then when you showed what you've actually the trees that you're actually taking down isn't really not that many.
2: Yeah. It was
0: surprising. Like the I was looking at the pictures and I, I couldn't even understand what was happening because it didn't look much different.
2: Yeah, it's it's minimal now with our most current iteration. We've mm-hmm. done a lot. Yeah, you know, there's some there's some cost associated with doing those things too, you know, for the multi use fields keep them out of that tree line instead of just grading it out and cutting trees down to slope away from the fields if we put in retaining walls that kind of keep the footprint of the field right where it needs to be outside of the tree line or minimizing the removal of the tree line you you have to pay that you have to pay for that wall to be there so um, but we're that's where we are right now we've got some conceptual design that we think fits a lot of the concerns that the public's had about tree removal Um, we're going to city Council on Monday night uh, that's coming up Monday the 11th to uh, present that to them and, and see if that is the, the concepts that they want to move forward with from a site plan um, and then we'll release that to our architects and to the contractor to start drilling down to cost you know what these buildings cost what the bathroom will be and trying to come up with um, some Different phasing opportunities or ways for the council to to authorize the budget to build them. So right.
0: if, council seemed pretty happy with it. Yeah, they they what what really heard, like. I mean, yeah,
2: they. I think they're really happy with the uh, overall look of what the Great Lawn would look like and the soccer fields and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you you know, the price can go from six million to nine million quick, depending on the building size and the Finishes of the building, if it's stacked stone versus mason block, you know, you can get kind of out there with the cost. And we're we're really interested in the program. We want a a usable facility that works for the community, that fits into the budget, and we can still have all those great events in. So, speaking of
1: events, can you screen movies there? We could, yeah. All right,
2: Star Wars, right? Regular (laughs) thing during the summertime, maybe. Force Awakens is coming. In July, that's our Star Wars is our July movie, right? So, uh, yeah.
1: yeah, Well, let's do it. Do you? I uh, mean, we shouldn't talk about this other, but do you have to pay for that?
2: We do. Okay. Uh, we, right. but you doing it right. We use a company. Yeah, we use okay. a company that when we pay them, it pays for the the viewing rights. The right. yeah, we use the the public, uh, the public whatever view. Whatever yeah, pops, yeah the little right? blue you screen just, that pops up tells yeah. you how to shoot, view it, it's probably use only. Yeah, we pay for the just view fast view forward be able to that. do that. It's like everybody cover up your eyes. Now we we pay a. Uh, uh, a company. That's what they bring the inflatable screen out. Okay. So re- and yeah, that's what the majority of the fee is, is to cover that. Yeah. Uh, the what? It, it's not NASCAP. It's um, I can't remember which organization is over movies, but. Um,
1: but, you know, a real proper screening of Star Wars in an amphitheater would be great. People would come out in droves for yep. that thing. And since you hired me last show as your cruise ship director. <laughs> that's right. I, you know, I'll even do it for free. I'll get I'll get the word out there. As long yeah. as everybody comes in
2: costume. Well, that's what I'm as saying. As no. a, you know, yeah, a well, legit Star Wars convention type event. We could yeah. really do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Put, cool. Get it out there Wait on Facebook. I'll start a group tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars. Oh, what's the first year this is gonna be available? Twenty nineteen? The amphitheater? Yeah. So that we're start hyping it.
2: We're hoping to get this thing at least the event lawn in a position before or of completion before lemonade days. And that's an Is April. that really possible? It's going tough, right? I think to a point. I don't know that we'll have it completely finished, but we'll have it where, at least to a point where we can have lemonade days. There will mm-hmm. probably be some areas that will be kind of out of pocket. Just like when we built the baseball fields, we got the east field done to where they could start gameplay while we finished up the west field. So, right. And that that's typical park construction. If you have an existing park and it's not a brand new facility that nobody's using, um, then you have to... Manage your programs around whatever you're doing, and then t- and that's one reason why it takes a little bit longer because you can't just go in and close it off and do it. You gotta. Uh, we have soccer, or we have lemonade days, or we have this or that, so you have to move yeah. around. But some of
1: the
0: other stuff that you were talking about, the Chiefs are coming to the the soccer fields. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yep. cool. You got that
2: together because my yep. son's six. Got another two-year-old no old boy right in the there? program. Yeah, just move over to Brookline. Perfect timing for me. Yep, and we um we have the advantage of, and it's something I, I talked a little bit about in our last public meeting is we tried to stage our athletic facilities kind of in this geographical line from Parnassial Park over to Brookline and then to the middle school. So you we we talked about the limited park acreage we have and having large tracks of land where we can't build that soccer complex like Winnett has and some of these other um, municipalities have so we've had to be creative in how we link the trail system through the parks and provide that bigger park feel even though they're all separated yeah, and you were telling me on the side that
0: my, you know, as my two year olds playing, or you know, he'll you know, be whatever four or five playing at Pernishall, he could walk through the woods mm-hmm. and go to or on a trail, yep, and go over to the other fields at Brook Run. Yeah, be real cool.
2: And then we have the access now through the RIGA with uh, the middle school. We have the the football field over there is now ours for for use, and we put uh, overlay soccer field on both baseball fields too. So we have some flexibility in the outfield. In the outfield, so okay. we have some flexibility with that and. We don't have baseball from December to February, so there's about an eight-week window there where we can offer even some adult recreation opportunities. If we start up like a flag football league, or you know, pick up enough. soccer on Saturdays for adults and stuff like that, we can do those things during the winter months. It's, it's artificial turf, so it's not going to impact any of our grass. Um, so we're that's what we're looking at too. We we certainly want to provide our youth uh, sports opportunities, but there's a there's a huge population of young professionals that live in Dunwoody, especially right around the 285 corridor and over in the PCID area. That we're not really offering a lot for. Yeah, we I do drive stuff for Silverbacks Field, over yeah, at
0: 85 and 285. And I love that next yeah. turf stuff that you guys are putting in. That's.
2: Yeah, it's, really nice it's, it's definitely nice. So we're, we're we're trying to, again, build those things that are flexible for a variety of age groups and brackets. And that one of the questions came up, like, what kind of concerts are you going to have at the amphitheater? And, you know, traditional community concerts, you know, 80s cover bands and Banks and chain and, like, you know, all these normal kind of bands you would see at Food Truck Thursday or stuff like that, but you can also have, um, you know, orchestra out there. You could have movies out there. You could have uh, children's theater workshops out there. You can have, there's a variety of things. Once you put that type of facility in, the I mean, sky's the limit. You can do all kinds of stuff with that.
1: Would so. it be a projection screen for the theater or would it be a, a like a giant TV essentially?
2: What, what we do now is they back like the blow-up screen. They have a projector that projects it right. on the screen. It's kind of funny, the guy that does it he's he said that he hasn't watched a movie from the front like everything every movie he's seen in three years backwards. is backwards everything is backwards like he has even they have like other languages being spoken right. so he has to read it like figure it out backwards he's like i haven't seen a movie from the you know yeah. straight on in years everything i watch is backwards. but you guys
1: would have to do that for the
2: amphitheater though um well if we contracted with them what we would probably do is get a screen because we wouldn't have a we could look at having a permanent screen that would come down, but that's most another. likely what we would do is have one, because so, they have a variety of different sizes, they have 30 foot, 50 foot, whatever, is just have them put that up on the stage in front and then just backlight it from the front. I mean, have you
1: looked into a giant, TV, like a stadium-sized TV,
2: though? No, we haven't looked at that. All right, so
1: that's the first crowd, crowdfunding there you thing, go. right? I mean, it that's would look a, nice. It's a lot of funding. Uh, They're not that, I mean, 20000 or so. Yeah. I mean that's walking around money for you, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's why that's my weekly pay. <laughs> <laughs> Parts record,
1: that money.
0: So what did it the cash. the actual amphitheater <laughs> is that this going to be stone and it's hard to portray on a podcast, but it's not going to be seats built in obviously or right. not obviously. I think some people at that meeting thought that there was going to be chairs built into the grass. Yeah, we're not
2: looking for any kind of, you know, folding seats, stadium style nothing like that. What it would be is you would have uh, a raised stage, you know, three to four feet up off the ground, uh, covered, there would be a plaza in front of that, and then terraced walls up the hillside that would seat around 500 people in the terraces. Uh, that would be deep enough to put a blanket on, so you'd have a two and a half, three foot tall wall with a grass strip that's about ten to twelve feet okay, deep. Okay, so there's and not another, stone... Could be stone, could be block, could be stone. That that's all about. It's what like the,
0: Swanee has the you know the rock,
2: that's mm-hmm. and we have that at, over Parnassial Park. We built Terrace yeah, seats. Yeah, and yeah. it's granite block with grass between. So that would be a typical look that we go for in all the parks is granite stone and stuff like that. So
1: and you said there's a tree nearby that's going to be blocking people's view. No, I was saying there that. are some trees. Yeah, at the top. what about there's a the do a little treehouse type thing for the kids?
2: That that's not a bad idea too. So I mean, there's there's that's the good thing about like trying to integrate this facility into the natural environment out there. Is there's a lot of interesting opportunities of how people watch stuff in the amphitheater and where they sit, how things are staged, and the way it's designed now is there is a the terrace seating goes up, and then there's a, another sloped hill that's treed that we were going to leave and limb up where you can sit under those trees up on the hill too. So you have your terrace seating. We have a plaza that we could stage with tables and more formal seating for an event. And then you have terraces, and then you have grass. Like chest Yeah, we them. could do that. And then behind that tree line is an open lawn. Is that
0: flat or is it still it's going? It's flat, up? Okay.
2: yeah. So once you get past that tree so line, the trees wouldn't itself. really be in people's way. No. They'd kind of be sitting under the trees. Right, and then okay. you could, um, then all your vendors and food and other activities could be further back in the lawn, because it's six acre. Space. It's a, it's a large area. So in the oh, back, wow. you could have games and bounce houses and whatever, and that wouldn't interfere with people trying to see the music. So you have areas. Yeah. If you have a family of small children like I do, you're not going to sit down and watch the whole concert anyway. There's mm-hmm. No way. You're going to be chasing and running and doing whatever your two-year-old wants to do. So uh, it gives families an opportunity to still be part of the event, but be in a less formal environment so it doesn't matter if their kids are running around and acting crazy and all that stuff, they could still be part of the festival and the music and all that too. So And what's the idea with the circles, all of the The concentric circles and long- Yeah, like the That's, trail. So and those may not stay in the plan. That's like conceptual design now. A lot of that is dependent on cost one is we need a sidewalk that comes up to the new pavilion because it is elevated it's at a higher elevation up on a hillside above the lawn you know people sliding down yeah so we'll have that ramp type thing going up to that pavilion but then the uh, the concentric circles inside one of the initial discussions were if you had uh an event where you had tents or booths or things like that you could have them set up around oh, these cool. different walkways um, throughout that area and it and people have hardscape to walk on so you're not just killing your turf walking yeah. all over it so um, we're still looking at that see if that's something that is beneficial um, one thought is taking those out gives us more lawn more grassy area instead of having it broken up in so many hardscaped areas so mm-hmm. um, yeah we're we're still looking at that I saw so that I, as a
0: viewing area for the amphitheater. I guess it's really not. It's more no. in the back. Yeah. yeah. It's kind
2: of behind that tree line. I didn't realize it's six like, acres. That's a lot of space. It is. It's a big lawn. So, and it's, I mean, it, again, it's all about that flexibility of space. Like, what, what are all the cool things we can do in this thing? And Ooh,
1: classic cars.
2: Yeah. We actually have that uh, driver's club. They come out to Food Truck Thursday already and set up. No,
1: I mean, leave them there. <laughs> for like a drive in theater. I a few just sitting there, you know. I like your movie theater. theater you yeah. talk so much. About. Have you seen the August Moon driving theater up in Nashville uh-uh. or the plans for it? I, I brought it up. It's an enclosed. Dome, sorry, it's an enclosed dome, but they have fake classic cars. So that's actually a dome over top. Wow, so you're they're in gonna do, classic cars to watch the movie Yeah, and and it's all fake turf. They actually do a fake sunset. It's like the Truman Show almost. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's some billionaire up in Nashville putting the. Th- it's almost
2: completed. I think. Wow. Yeah. He just he, he just loves to drive yeah, do
1: you have a billion dollars
2: to do that? <laughs> if I had a billion dollars, I'd be retired a long time ago. You'd be in that wooden shack. That's right. That's right. If I had a billion dollars, I'd be handing out hang tags right now. That's, that's my dream. That Tell that's people, true.
1: put the little donation in the box. That's right. Yeah. That's right.
2: I, I met that guy in a, a, a national park in Costa Rica. He was an old guy from Alabama that had relocated down to Costa Rica and that was what he did. That Living was his the dream. Retirement. He yeah. had a, a money box in front of him at the gate. That's and right. as you walked up, he was like it's two dollars. Yeah, and it's you like, could
1: see the money dropping like little yeah. plexiglass. It was just yeah.
2: a like a change box, like yeah. you would sit at a you know concession stand at oh. the baseball fields. They just took your two dollars. You walked in. I was like, I want to be you. I want to be you, man. <laughs> you know, you could put in little drop boxes
1: occasionally around the park where people would just drop throw a dollar in or a quarter. Kids would do it. They love yeah. stuff like that. And then you know, once a year, clean that thing out, set it aside for retirement.
2: <laughs> I think I want to keep my job. Oh okay. Oh, okay. Damn it. Nobody knows how much is in there. Yeah. <laughs> you right. could say well, there's always money in the amphitheater. That's Literally, right. there's money in the
1: amphitheater. Yeah. <laughs> All right, should we uh, should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's get bit? out of here. Twenty yeah. minutes. Twenty minutes to set. Well, thanks. You know, I feel that like, was awesome. Actually, man. I want to say I feel like you're kind of the done what he's. Almost answer to what Shambly's doing. We're there, putting up apartments and all those other cool restaurants and stuff like that. But we're getting something that's more geared toward neighborhoods. You know, yeah. this is exactly what people want. That Shambly Journey show uh, was a week or two ago. That
0: Journey cover band, yeah, I mean, that was huge. Yeah, you know, just having and that's not the greatest band, probably. You know, right? I mean, but having them out there, I think it'll be cool for the city.
2: Yeah, I mean, it. You know, people. People will travel to those types of things too. You know, mm-hmm. say, my whole hey, neighborhood goes to Chambly and oh, let's go over here and do that this weekend. So, and that's. That's how you get people to start moving to your community. You yeah, know, you're yeah, saying, look yeah. at all this cool stuff we have right here. You don't have to go to Shamley anymore or whatever. You can, but you don't have to. It's here now.
1: Well, know? if only so, you guys had a social director. It's a shame that you don't.
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll look at the budget for next year and see. <laughs> I We're, said I'd do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll do the first year for free. How about free. you how just about get that? a bucket and carry it around the park <laughs> so like funds for,
1: uh, for your salary? Yeah, you know, if it's a boot, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right let's all right, wrap well, it Thanks up. for coming on. Yeah, yeah sure, thank you. bro.